The committee will now come back into order, and I thank our uh, uh, witnesses for their patience. Um, and the chair will now recognize the Honorable Jared Michael Erickson, who is the chairman of the Confederated Tribes of the Colville Reservation. We are honored to have you here, uh, Chairman. All right, thank you. And I apologize, I'm kind of losing my voice, so bear with me. But uh, Good afternoon, Chairman Fernandez, ranking member Obernolte, and members of the committee. My name is Jared Michael Erickson, and I'm the chairman of the Colville Business Council, which is the governing body of the Colville Tribes. Thank you for inviting me to testify on HR 5549, Indian Health Service Advanced Appropriations Act. Colville Tribes supports the bill and urges the committee to approve it quickly. The Colville Tribes is a confederation of 12 Aboriginal tribes and bands from across Eastern Washington, Northeastern Oregon, Idaho, and British Columbia. Colville Reservation covers more than 1.4 million acres and our land base is larger than the state of Delaware. We are the largest Indian reservation in the Pacific Northwest and have more than 9,500 enrolled members. Colville is a direct service tribe, which means that the healthcare and associated billing and administrative support is provided by Indian Health Service. Like other rural health providers, the Colville Service Unit faces challenges recruiting and retaining doctors and medical staff, even during stable budget years. For decades, we have endured chronically low staffing levels and high vacancy rates. At one point in the past decade, IHS calculated the Colville Service Unit had less than one third of the required number clinical staff and only one quarter of the required number of dental staff. The budgetary disruption caused by the government shutdown or a continuing resolution makes this lack of health providers even more acute. Direct service tribes like Colville have the most demonstrable interest of all tribal stakeholders and IHS having a full year of appropriated funding. This is because the health providers in our communities are IHS employees and are the first to be affected when IHS funding is, is disrupted. During the last government shutdown, interviews and other activities related to filing filling vacancies in the Colville Service Unit were put on hold. This made potential applicants even less inclined to want to navigate the already protracted IHS federal hiring process and prompted some to look elsewhere for employment. For these reasons, the Colville Tribe supports HR 5549 because advanced appropriations excuse me, would insulate IHS and the Colville Service Unit from this type of disruption in the future if we're enacted into law. Apart from the need for advanced appropriations, there are several other issues with IHS that we are hopeful that this committee will prioritize and take action on. A fair amount of energy has been spent on recent years on legislative issues related to contract support costs. Those are important issues for tribes that contract or compact their services. But there are other longstanding concerns regarding IHS management and service delivery that are even more critical for Colville and other direct service tribes. I've already mentioned recruitment and retention, but simply the hiring process that IHS uses must be streamlined, especially in a tight labor market. We keep hearing from IHS that they're understaffed, quote unquote, but nothing ever changes and qualified providers end up looking elsewhere because they don't want to navigate the IHS lengthy hiring process. The other issue is management. We have trial members that are abandoning the IHS system altogether because they cannot get appointments to see a provider or cannot get their phone calls returned. We have other members that cannot get referrals they need for speciality care. And at the same time, our servicing ends up in unspent carryover funds that should have gone to providing these individuals with care. The IHS central office is currently engaged in review of Colville service unit. Since that review began last year, however, things seem to have gotten even worse. I believe the issues that we are experiencing are not isolated and that there are other tribes with similar stories around the country. In conclusion, the Colville Tribe strongly supports advanced appropriations and welcomes this committee to having 
<clears throat> excuse me, welcome this committee having this hearing. We also hope that this committee can take action on other IHS issues that I just mentioned. I would be happy, happy to answer any questions that the committee may have. Limley, thank you. Uh, thank you so very much for your testimony. Uh, and the chair will now recognize our next witness, uh, the Honorable Kirk Francis, who is the president. Oops, sorry. <laughs> uh, the chair now recognizes Ms. Maureen Rosette, who is a board member of the National Council of Urban Health. Thank you, uh, Ms. Rosette, for uh, your testimony today. <laughs> 